Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Last Week with IHS 21, the talk show where seniors from Independence High School discuss semi-relevant topics and overall have a chill time as we cruise through our everyday school lives. I'm your host, Lucas Gafford, one of the Class Cabinet's Assembly Commissioners, and with me today, I have some of the other members of class office with me. So why don't you all introduce yourselves with your position and a fun fact about yourself. Go. Hello, I'm Kim. I'm the senior class president. And a fun fact about myself is that my go-to milk tea drink is honeydew milk tea with crystal boba. I'm Kelly, I'm your secretary. And a fun fact about me is I am a huge sock hoarder. I'm Lynn, I'm your class um, historian. And a fun fact about me is that I have a very low pain tolerance. I'm Kim Trung. I'm one of your historians. And a fun fact about me is that I like building keyboards. Um, hi, I'm Kathleen. I'm your uh, senior class treasurer. And fun fact is I speak two other languages besides English. Excellent. This is currently being recorded on Saturday, February 27th, 2021. And we're all raring to go. Today, I'm going to bring up a series of topics and ask serial questions serial questions, yes, and ask several questions on each topic, and we'll go from there. Our guest's job is to answer honestly and as well as they can. And starting with our first question, how was y'all's week? How are we doing today? How? What's the energy, guys? How are we doing? What is oh God, the energy? Was anyone else having a bad week? I was having a pretty bad week. Like, it was, like, such a slow week. It was after pretty hectic. Really, for me, I felt like the week went by so fast. It, it went by fast, but it yeah. was really, um, it was really hectic. I agree. I think break went by super fast and then this week went by super fast mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't productive enough with mm-hmm. how fast time was going I know and it felt like teachers kept assigning a lot of stuff a lot of yeah that's true man I- I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that okay but seriously though on to our first topic so last Wednesday I went to go get my senior superlative photo taken for the yearbook and I actually happened to run into Kim and Kathleen while I was there one thing they brought up as we, as we were talking, you know, is that if we all went back to school, a lot of us would actually surprisingly be driving to school. Mm-hmm. What do you guys mm-hmm. think about that? When, when Kathleen and I saw you, like, you know, skirt, skirt up in your car <laughs> in the parking lot, we were like, oh, my God, this is what, you know, everyone would be doing or, you know, a lot of people when we get back to school and all that. And it's just interesting that um, we can't really experience that, you know, like people going into school and classes with their keys and like with their Starbucks. Yeah. Such a mature feeling, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like so many, like, like movies we watch. It's like every 16-year-old drives. And here we are, like, yeah. 18 and stuff. And, like, we're not driving anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... A little embarrassing, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> um, When you guys graduate high school, are you guys going to, like, do the, like, driver's ed whatever? to get your license i've been licensed since i think 16 okay wait who else hang on let me establish something here who actually has a driver's license here is it me kelly and kim t i I have my license too yeah wait license (laughs) with no whip that's what i'm gonna establish kim t you have your license too (laughs) yeah i i had my i had my license since last year I, I drove to school around April, and then when the pandemic hit, I didn't get to drive anymore. Yeah, um, as of 
as of last Friday, I've had my license for over a year, and I can legally drive passengers now. Yup. Last yep. Friday, what 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 date was that? Uh, um, it was February nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Oh my I god, I got di- licensed that day too last year. February nineteenth, twenty twenty, is when I got my license. Can you guys remember these dates, dude? That's yeah, I remembered remember it because I, I want to drive passengers. Yeah. So funny. Wait, I where did you? January. Santa Teresa. Oh, I got mine far away. Y'all, oh. I went all the way to Pittsburgh. Why are you going to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Because, okay. So. Wait, that's not a California driver's license then. Or am no, I thinking no, of a different? No, 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 no. The, the city. Oh, city. Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Philadelphia. I'm thinking Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. I think it's Pittsburgh. It's pretty sure. Yeah. So I went with my instructor. He went like, we went at four in the morning and like he drove. He drove me there, and then we uh, went over the course like two times, went to sleep, and then I got like, I got my license because like apparently he yeah. said the proctors were easier there, and he knows the proctors, and he knew the course, so we went through the course. And oh my god, dude, I was such Wait. a bad driver. I don't know how it <laughs> did. Goes. All of you guys, did all of you guys pass first try? I no. second. Yeah, I did. Oh, Kim. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, okay, I passed okay, first y'all. try. Um. Yeah, the day before I was supposed to go, it was actually really scary, too, because that was during our February break, right? Mm-hmm. I got sick. Yeah. I got sick for, like, the first four days of break, all, all the way up to, like, that Tuesday, because 19th was on a Wednesday last year, I remember. And, like, on that Tuesday, I was just starting to feel better, and I went and practiced the course with my mom. And, yeah, I, I passed first try. Thank goodness. Good job. Good job, everyone. I'm still yeah. licensed. And good job, Lynn. Yeah, good job, yeah. Lynn. You focus Lynn, on. <laughs> where are you with the driving process? Like, you have your permit. Nowhere. Did you okay. do driver's you can ed? Just get your permit and then go to license. I know when you're 18, it's a lot easier to get your yeah, license because you don't mm-hmm. have to do driver's ed. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. waiting until I turn 18, but you know, you guys are. No, that's that's also. So embarrassing. No, no, no. no. It's, it's okay. really smart, I actually. I have a license and I haven't drove since I got my license. Like, it's safe. Yeah. It just, mm-hmm. I have, I've been having my license for two years, but I'm finally being a better driver. That is so embarrassing to say. Oh my I don't know how this let me pass, but I passed. Okay. Like, this is not going to be like super, this is going to be really bad, but like, you think you're a bad driver? The first time I drove with a license, <laughs> I hit another car. <laughs> Just like right out of, oh my I God. Think I really backed up and then this dumb car was behind me. It was a freaking square. I didn't see him. I bumped him slightly. And then I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Don't tell my mom. Don't tell my insurance. I'll pay you $400. Don't tell anyone. Get out. And then it's been with me my whole life. I have never had another accident in my life. Hey, right. that's good. You guys want to hear a story actually? Oh my god. I have a driving These are story. Driving, it's similar. It's driving similar. horror stories. It, it really is though. Okay, okay. So this was on picture day back in October. Um mm-hmm. I was pulling out, right? I was I was in the school parking lot and I was pulling out. I was about to go home. Same thing happens to me. Okay. Oh my god. Except I didn't realize it. I thought I backed into the back because I'm in the front of the school, right? I thought my wheel mm-hmm. just hit the curb or something. So what I did was I, I went forward, I pulled onto I pulled next to the curb to see if like there's any damage on the back of my car, not looking behind me. And then I drove off. You did a oh. hit and run. Oh, no. I did a hit and run. And you wanna know what happened oh, afterward? 
Justin Muck, shout out mm-hmm. to him if he's watching this. Justin Muck, text me what the heck just happened. You just hit that and then drove off. I'm like, what? Oh, Wait, oh what do you no. mean? And then, because at first I'm in denial. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And he's like, dude, yes, you did. And he said, you're recording of the staff all around the area now. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Wait, so, so did you scratch your car or anything? Uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a bit. But, um, <laughs> My first instinct at that point was because I know they're going to check security cameras. I know I'm going to get busted. And if they find out about me before I fess up, then it's going to be a lot worse for everyone. So my first instinct was to call Mr. Logan and be like, I, I did this. <laughs> like, what, what, like, oh, no, I did this. I'm fessing up. And then what happened was one of the biggest, one of the, the I think my favorite part of the story is that the person I hit was my was one of my friend's moms so i actually got off like okay. i i got off you with got like lucky. a phone call yes i got lucky i got very lucky mm-hmm. it wasn't pressing charges wasn't any insurance they had like a plastic bumper so it was just a little scratch um my dad's car i was driving my i, I drive my dad's car his was not as fortunate there's now a tiny dent in it and um yeah i didn't get an earful when i got home either my parents understood that these kind of mistakes happen which I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful for. I'm really, really so thankful I didn't for. tell my mom until two months ago, and that happened last year. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, what did she oh say? Oh, my God. For a whole year. I was like, and I was just like, because sometimes I get bored, so I go to a room and just lay down and watch my phone. And I was like, Mom, you know a funny story? How did I got to a car? <laughs> oh, you funny. Were like, you like, were like, let me try like, to be subtle. <laughs> she literally came home she, I, I went to practice so I went to get Bobo that's where we happened and then I came back home and then I was going to basketball practice and then when I came back from basketball practice she literally told me the story Kim if you ever hit someone tell me immediately because later on they can come back at you and sue you and get get you to the court I was like uh-huh I would never hit anyone and that went on for a whole year so she didn't know anything. And she was just consistently telling me stories about her friends hitting someone and going to court. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah. Um, parking lots, if you're, if you're taking driver's ed right now and you're listening in on this, parking lots are the worst. Parking lots are where you need to be the most careful, the most attentive. And even if you're driving a newer car with like, where it has like, if you're backing into something, it'll start beeping. That, do- that doesn't work if you're hitting at an angle. If you're backing out and then turning right, it doesn't alert you. Mm-hmm. You need to oh, be yeah. very attentive. You need to be looking around both shoulders all the time. Because it's. I think it's a lot easier for that stuff to happen in a parking lot where all the stuff is close rather than on the when you're just on the main road, in my opinion. Yeah, especially yeah. like if you're in a plaza. People are walking out of their cars, into their cars. Shopping carts are flying around, you know. Yeah, it's and- really... It's like you got to expect that everything's coming at you in a parking lot. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people try to speed up in a parking lot. And I think that's like one of the worst things you can do because you never see, you might not see that old lady coming out of your rear, you know, and then you're backing up. And then, yeah, you know, and then like accidents happen. And then by then you're just regretful. But like, it's like you should have been careful in the first place. And I think that's why, like, I try every possible way to like park in the most, in the least busiest area where there's like few cars few people walking even if that means I have to walk a farther distance to get to my destination you guys know who the worst people are to encounter bikers 
they are so <laughs> reckless it's like like you know even if it's like it's their fault it's your ca- fault because yeah. it's car versus bike yeah. oh my gosh yeah i think the worst the worst person for me is a bus because i almost got <gasps> hit by a bus. i hate okay yeah i actually agree so with that <laughs> buses are so big but they're always pulling up and then pulling out and you don't know if they're seeing you about to yeah. cross. So I just switched to the next lane. Mm-hmm. Or like oh, when yeah. buses are parked at a bus stop and they're trying to merge back into the road. You don't know if they want to merge now or later. And you yeah, don't know if you like... want to let them merge first or you don't want to mm-hmm. like cut them off either. Because technically um, you have the right of way. You have the right of way, yeah. but it's still paranoid because yeah. it's like that's the big bus. If that were to start pulling like, out, then it takes up a huge chunk of the road. Just... People don't know the right of way sometimes, I swear. Mm-hmm. Oh um, I swear, as soon as I started driving on the road, I swear I became so much angrier as a person. <laughs> okay, well, you See, guys Lynn, have... Lynn, Lynn, maybe you were, maybe you were the smart maybe one for not getting your driver's license. Okay. See, well, you yeah. guys have um, accident stories, but um, I think it was last week I was driving home from work, and I don't know if it happened, but I feel like I ran over a skunk and it was the most traumatizing thing ever and I still think about it like I come home from work every Sunday night and you know it's normal and then just last week I'm just you know driving it was like 35 miles right so I was driving around there I wasn't even going any faster like I'm driving and then it's like you know, the middle of the road is where the VTA is. So the, sure. the the tracks, right? And then I'm just driving and then something just rushes out. And I think it's a skunk because I saw the white tail, you know, that skunks have. Yeah. And then I like, I couldn't stop in time because it like, it went like right in front of my a car. And then I hear like a bump. Oh, <laughs> oh, like- I was like, oh my God. I was like, I drove, I was like halfway home and I was, I drove home like, traumatized i was like oh my god i don't know if it's guts and blood is like a spotted all over my car or if it like missed it i don't know if i ran like my mom i made my mom check it because i was not trying to see skunk organs up in my my car (laughs) so then she's checked it she said she didn't see anything but i swore like i don't know hopefully maybe like i feel like maybe if it missed it and it like hit the top of my car but like still ran ran over the tail you ran over the tail (laughs) i don't know dude i i'm still paranoid and then yesterday i was like about to turn into my house and i feel like a cat like ran like underneath my i didn't run over it because i went back to check and i didn't see anything but i saw the cat like on the other side of the neighborhood like right where my car just passed by and i feel like it just ran under it and then you know like it was kind of big and that's what I heard but oh my god I'm like so scared now because that was so traumatizing I don't know if I ran over that squirrel like I felt so bad I went home and I googled what if you ran over like a squirrel or a skunk or something like what do you do and then they're like oh honestly you can't do anything about it because it's like it happened <laughs> but yeah. I got to revive it so bad it's like the first time I took a life oh it's crazy I pray do you guys have any funny stories like with driving with your parents um other my than my mom gets scared when i drive her she's like she's, too. she's so dramatic she you know she holds on to like the thingy that you have in the car and yes <laughs> yeah exactly like both my parents do that except my mom is like <laughs> wow especially really? like i'll drive she'd be like i'll be like i'll offer to drive and then she would be like no i'll drive <laughs> i think honestly i got lucky and my parents were pretty chill um and i think i'm also like a careful driver well not well that would be a that careful skunk, driver that skunk made me think differently but 
most for the most part I believe I'm pretty careful so I was like I was pretty surprised to see that they weren't so dramatic being in the car with me or anything like I know Mm. most parents are like oh my god I fear for my life you know and yeah for me the freeway so I remember my mom made me like drive her to Morgan Hill so like she can like check out her workplace so that was like my first time like driving like actually driving on the freeway and I remember she would tell me she was like speed up speed up she's like gas gas and the next thing she's like slow down slow down I was like dude you gotta mm-hmm. be come on we're on the freeway you can't do that. yeah I know you can't do that um and then, my, like, because my dad know? is an especially aggressive driver and so he expects me to kind of do the aggressive moves like speeding up going around people on the freeway if they're too slow switching mm-hmm. lanes and all that and then yeah I'm like I'm like a balance between careful and like wanting and like kind of aggressive. It's, it's kind of this mix. Ever needed to honk at someone? No, not yet. Yeah, I've, come, I've come close because people on the off ramp coming off of the freeway, they don't know that I have the right of way and I get pissed. Dude, those people, they're so reckless. They are so reckless. Like they just, when you're like just still going, they, they like, they think, they, they just think they have some type of leeway and they just. They, I don't know. And those people who like who don't signal like this morning oh, I was yeah. driving and I was like I was going at a, like a pretty good pace. And then this person decided to cut me off right and like their their oh my god, I don't even know what I'm saying. Their butt portion was right aligned with my head. Oh, so you like, had to break. So I had to break and the person behind me it was like a rapid break so I felt bad for the person behind me. Oh, but break like, check. Person, oh my god, it was like right in the middle of the light too. Like can't you just wait till Wait, we you pass? can't. That's illegal. You can't exactly. change in the middle of the light. Exactly. When people cut like me off, I get really butt. annoyed. Oh I get really annoyed. I know. I'm so over. <laughs> Yeah, my parents don't, or my mom, because I usually don't drive with my dad, but my mom used to, like, when I used to go with my mom, like, she would not signal, and I would be on her about it. I'm like, why aren't you signaling? Because, you know, when, like, you're trying to, like, come out of um, a plaza or something, and you're trying to merge into traffic, like, if someone signals that, that they're turning in, that's, like, you know, an opportunity for you to go as they're turning in, but if they don't signal, you think you're going, they're going straight, and then, like, at the last minute they turn and you're like wow I should have went if you signaled because then I would have known you're turning exactly. and like I also hate it when you're trying to change lanes and stuff and like the car behind you sees that you're trying to signal into their lane and they speed up so that they won't let you change into their lane like I hate that like why are you being so petty why are you being like this oh right man that went on a big tangent and we are going to be moving yeah. on to the next topic now but i think the main lesson we need to learn here is that lynn made the right decision <laughs> yeah. because she saved money and she doesn't have to deal with the shenanigans but there's so many pros of driving i mean we're not going to get into that but yeah. i feel i don't regret getting not right now there's not anything. that many pros i just run errands for my parents and if i need to go to the school i need to go to the school yeah but like after that yeah going on to our next topic that was, that was pretty good. You guys have good taste, honestly. <laughs> now, going completely almost off of that topic, though, we are almost out of high school. Whether you think that's a yay or a nay, that's up to you. And with college apps already done, many of us are already contracting the other deadly and dreadful disease known as senioritis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has senioritis hit all you guys? Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. it came out of nowhere and like 
you don't really admit to yourself that it's senioritis until you really sit and think, why am I feeling so lazy, so unmotivated and not wanting to do anything? Because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use senioritis as an excuse, you know, because especially since we're home now and everything's slightly a little bit easier since we're not commuting to school and everything. But lately, you know, just that wave of laziness, that, that wave of not wanting to do schoolwork and stuff. I think you can call that senioritis. I thought That's I had true. senioritis in the beginning of the school year. But honestly, right now, I feel like it's like a bus hit me. Mm. It's like the feeling of wanting to graduate already. Like every day I think like, oh, there's no point. We should just graduate. There's yeah. No point. Like, can we just graduate? Like that, the thought just keeps coming. And I yeah. agree. Especially and I believe with, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I especially agree with the like the whole it's no point kind of mentality because it's like we're adults soon. And mm. I know a lot of us feel that there are a lot more important matters at hand than freaking. Um, I'm trying to think of a calc term, but I'm not in calc, so I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> limits? Are those hard li- limits? I don't know. You're okay. <laughs> Um, I actually kind of disagree with Kathleen, though. I know exactly when senioritis hit me. Mm-hmm. And well, that's good for you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think most of us try to are like in denial most of the time. Like, no, you know, this is just no, because I think it's kind of hard to differentiate whether it's senioritis or maybe it's like the pandemic, you know, how everyone's also affected by that. So mm-hmm. maybe would it would it have been different if we were, you know, at school and we are not we weren't in a pandemic, like, would we still be this unmotivated and, you know, um, lazy? Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> like, I know in the beginning of the year for me up until up until around October, I was really motivated doing all my work, getting it all done. Yeah, no. even like, if we didn't want to do it for semester, we still got it done, you know, because it's just about that, oh, meeting the deadline, turning it in time, just at least get something in. But I feel like once second semester started, it was supposed to be like a fresh start, you know, do better than you did for semester. I think I actually went the opposite way, like, <laughs> you know, instead of, you know, doing better, you know, new year, new me kind of thing, I just kind of went downhill and farther down. Um, oh, man, I felt that. Too. Really? Like, I was like, I think about like, I think about school and it, it just makes me so sad because like, okay, this is so personal, but like, I'm personally going to CC and like, I always think about like, why did I choose all these classes for senior year? And like, why did I try so hard? And like, I want to give up, like I genuinely want to give up so bad in school right now. Like, I just want to like, just pass borderline, you know? But like, it's just the feeling that like my parents didn't really care about grades. But, like, the fact that, like, they're so happy with, like, whenever I bring home, like, a good grade, like, it kind of puts me in a position where, like, I want to just give up, but my parents seem so happy in it. That's the reason why I'm, like, just getting things in, you know? You know, even though it's, like, almost March and decisions are about to come out, I still have no idea where I'm about to head to. Like, I don't know if I want to head to a CC or CSU, or or any college that's about to accept me. If not, I don't know, but I still don't know where I'm heading to, and that's, like, really stressing me out more than the work, to be honest, but, yeah, the work is still a big load in my stress factor. Um, I think this is a good segue into um, how we're, we're, like, only 17, 18, and I don't, like, I've always questioned why 
the you know how like there's a structure of life for your baby and then you grow up you go to school and then you become a teenager and then an adult and you're supposed to magically know what you want to do with your life and I always question why you know seniors in high school have to decide such um make a such make such a big decision on where they want want to go in their life you know where we want to major what we want to do um I feel like it everyone's always like oh you have time you have time and then the time hits and you're like okay you don't have no more time and then you're just like well how am I supposed to know what I want to do when I never really experienced what life was like you know outside of school and outside of doing homework that I don't know might not might not be useful out in the real world exactly it's all kind of like this huge kind of guessing game and if you guess wrong that's thousands of dollars out out the window you know Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money a lot of stuff but you were right this is a good segue into our next topic which actually is college acceptances yeah yay (laughs) oh yeah so I actually, I'm actually the same as Kelly, actually. I'm going, so I applied to five colleges, five big colleges, SGSU, UC Irvine, UCLA, USC, and Stanford. I'm not going to any of them. I am, I decided that De Anza is just the best way to go because, because of De Anza promise where it's like tuition's free for two years, really, just really low spending. And to get my associates, to get my general ed out of the way and get it done cheaper, and the transfer to a higher school because transfer rates are also really good at De Anza. I just felt like that that's just the smarter option. Get no no student debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I I feel that. Like I remember like for me, I don't have like oh my god, I'm going so personal, but I don't have the free lunch. So waivers and stuff did not apply for me. Mm-hmm. So then I was looking at all these like like fees adding up and I was like, I can't do this to my parents. It's like yeah, they like they support me. They want big goals, but like at the end of the day, will I really be happy going to school knowing like I did this to my parents? You know, like they're gonna be happy, but in reality, like they're gonna be struggling. And if I know that, mm-hmm. I can't do that to them. Plus, like you're right, it's a good way. It's a good, like, it's safer. And like every step you take, it's more secured in a sense. You know. Mm-hmm. And. I think it's like really great that how most of us have come to realize that CC is actually a really good route. Um, I feel like growing up ever since elementary, middle school, you think that, okay, I'm going to graduate high school and aim at, you know, Stanford, Ivy Leagues and all that. And I guess like we weren't introduced to the CC pathway until I said up to like last year, maybe, um, because none of us were like, oh, let's go attend CC. You know, we never really decided that we were like, oh, you know, we want to go to the UCs or the, you know, CSU bare minimum. Um, None of us were considering De Anza Mission College or, you know, the the CCs. So I think that um, a lot of us are, there still is a lot of stigma with CC, how, oh, you know, it's not as quality as the UCs and stuff but really I've done a lot of research and people are like well when you come out to work they don't really care about where you go to school it's about all the experience that you have and you know and even if you go to different schools you practically learn the same thing and it's just you're paying more for basically the brand you know the name of the school and all that. Mm -hmm. I think we just need to remind ourselves that it doesn't matter like where we start but ultimately, you know, what our goals are in the end and like how we're going to work there to achieve those goals. Like, it doesn't matter if you go to, to 
go to a CC or like a less well-known college, as long as you put in the work and like you stay true to yourself, you're going to ultimately end up where you want to. Yeah, and make sure you have the right professors. <laughs> yeah. So our final topic, since we are seniors and we're going to be leaving the school behind and we recollect what we did, one of the biggest parts of our time in high school was the clubs and the sports. What is your guys' experience with both of those, one of those? Or if you haven't been in either of them, go talk about that. Yeah. I entered um, high school, like my freshman year, being a part of like the volleyball team. And that was because volleyball was like the fall sport. It was, you know, right when school started. And that was how I met Kim freshman year because we were on the same team and everything. And it, it gave me like a really interesting and like unique introduction to high school. I met a lot of people. Um, we had like a sleepover in the gym, in the big gym. And it was so interesting because I can't believe my mom let me like sleep with all these people that I've only met for like a few days, you know? And it was really cold. Like the AC was on and everything, but it was such a fun experience. The AC was on in the yeah. fall? That's weird. Mm-hmm. It was on and it was so cold. And Coach Vinny, she stayed up the whole night. Every time I woke up, I would look over at her and she's just like on her laptop, like looking over all the girls and stuff. Yeah. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was just on some caffeine. <laughs> yeah, no. She, she, she's that type of person. Like she has to let everyone sleep before she can sleep. So my sophomore year, I did volleyball again. And with the sleepover, me and my friends, we stayed up to 3 a.m. just doing hidden lines, like over and over, right after we took a shower. And then Finney came up to me like, hey, are you guys almost done? And we literally said, yes, we're done. We'll just go sleep now. And then she, after like 30 minutes after we went to bed, she went to bed. And then she's always really considerate of us. Like, because she didn't, doesn't want anything to happen. She wants, like, if someone gets hurt, she, we can't, like, say anything if she is asleep. Because she is the adult supervision within, like, what, 60 girls? Yeah. So, I didn't join any sports. I know I, I freshman year, I wanted to join swim. There was a hockey team I would have joined. But, um, because mm-hmm. I joined theater instead. And so, swimming, mm-hmm. the, the, the spring musical rehearsals overlapped with swim season and I just kind of decided to stick with theater stuck with theater for three years freshman to junior year I really enjoyed it for the most part it it really shaped me to who I am today made me more confident all that yada 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 um I made a lot of good friends too a lot of them were uh, upperclassmen so they're all gone now but you know shout outs to them if they're watching this I don't I don't do theater now because just because it's my choice, I decided to move on and do other things. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's really good to have, like, especially when you were coming, when we were coming in as freshmen, to have that kind of environment because it kind of gives you a place to hang out, gives you friends to hang out with, and that's what I, that's why I really encourage like putting yourself out there in a way. Are any of you guys in clubs? Um, I'm currently. Okay, so currently, currently, um, I'm the secretary and the lead producer for the IHS Smash Club. I'm a board member for the German club. So, like, how do you guys feel about clubs moving virtual? And like, how has that changed? And Or if it changed anything for you? So um, I'm the secretary for the Lights and Trafficking Club. And this is, like, my first year being a part of um, Lights and Trafficking. And I just wish that, like, obviously there's a huge difference in hosting meetings, you know, in, in real life and like having them over Zoom and stuff. And 
there's just a part of like it feels as if the club itself and not just my club but like all the other clubs on campus it feels like something's missing from it you know like Mm-hmm. because we can't really experience everything else that um, typically happens in school and it just it just sucks like not having to go through all that and do those activities and knowing that it's your senior year you might not ever get to enjoy them again yeah I mean I'm an officer for ARC um, Acts of Random Penis Club and you know I've been in ARC for all four years and you know I, it's, it has been a part of me um, and it's it's a major influence for what my senior quote was um, and so I think our club kind of did a pretty good job on you know moving virtually and like him said there's also like a really big chunk missing because I feel like um, a big part of ARC when we were, you know, before pre-COVID was that we were, we would go out and give the activities or whatever we made that day um, out to strangers. And that would, you know, be our, our attempt at making someone's day, specifically a stranger and not anyone you know. And I feel like that's something that's completely taken away now because we're online and we're on um, the activities that we're doing doesn't you know fully reflect what arc is all about because it's all about self-care now um since we're not able to meet up with people and you know we have to social distance and it's kind of hard to do stuff over zoom because you really never know if you know the people attending are really there to be there or just to you know be there just to get the kind of recognition that they're in the club and that's where I kind of like sympathize with teachers because they don't know what their students are doing behind the screen because everyone's cameras are off and you know people are just talking to basically nothing um because we don't really know if they're even listening although I see ARC all the time on Instagram like Mm -hmm. you guys do an amazing job at publicizing I always know when the ARC event is going to happen yeah what time it's going to happen what's it going to be about you guys did a really good job transferring over to online format and that's a really good you guys have a really good example yeah Yeah. we're we're really big on publicizing like sometimes I feel like I'm annoying all everyone who follows me because we're posting Mm -hmm. the same thing every two days but I feel like it's I think it's being more annoying is getting the word out there rather than you know trying not to be annoying and everyone's like oh what event are you talking about kind of thing so even though it's kind of annoying I guess it worked because Lucas knows about our events even though he's not in the club so yeah and I think one thing I, I kind of want to, since we're talking about clubs, I kind of want to talk about Smash Club for a bit, not to promote or anything, but to talk about how clubs can not only make us feel included, but they can also give us purpose. We all know junior year sucked, right? Like raise your hand if, if junior year was just the absolute worst. Everyone's raising their hands on the screen right now. I felt really, you know, as everyone does junior year and like without a purpose, without like whatever going on in my head. I remember I was I, I would go to some I would go to Smash Club sometimes, but um I I forgot how it went, but I reached out to them to be able to edit their videos, like how a tournament style like video games work for our tournaments and events and stuff. And that turned out to be one of my one of the best decisions I ever made junior year because that did give me a purpose. It let me express my creativity through editing while also helping out a club with that I had a lot of friends with. And yes. Um and now I'm in the cabinet. I'm working for the club. I love working with the club, by the way, making events, making all this stuff a reality through streams and getting like breaking the algorithm on YouTube. It's it's really fun. And it was easy to move online because, you know, it's a video game. We have a lot of our club stuff on Discord anyway. Clubs are that, that's why I wanted to discuss this today, because clubs were a big part of 
at least my time in high school. That's so beautiful. That's so that's so great to hear, honestly. Imagine, like, especially during a time where like junior year was so difficult. Like, it was just find any possibility to, that make us happy, you know, just yeah. cling on to it. So I'm really happy that you're able to like find your purpose during such like a bad year. Thank you. <laughs> okay, wait, which was worse, junior year or senior year? <laughs> junior year. I think I was on some, I was on something on junior year. I don't know. Yeah, I have to agree. Because at least right now we have something to look forward to, which is graduation. Do we look forward to graduation? I do. I I, do. I look forward to getting out. I look forward okay, to just yeah. I I look forward myself. to just like you know moving on to the next step of our life, you know. But graduation, that's still in question. Whether how that's oh the actual like graduation event I don't I don't know about I don't know if I'm excited for that yeah that's what I was like because yeah I think I think we're all ready or kind of ready I don't know I I don't know if I'm like physically and mentally ready but you know there's like an image there where we're like you know I'm kind of four years of high school get it done you know we we went through it all and now it's time to move on yes I agree that is very beautiful and with that that is our show. I'd like to give an extra special thanks to all of you guys who came and all of you listening right now who made it to the end. We deeply appreciate it. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or if you would like to be part of one of these episodes, feel free to DM the class Instagram at IHSCO2021. Again, that's IHSCO2021. This has been Last Week with IHS21. I'll see you next time.